Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The following is a presentation of the Belly Up Sports Media Network. Here's what's going on today's Sports Stowe Fantasy Baseball Show. Bold fantasy predictions for the second half of the season. MLB trade rumors and Major League Baseball news. And the ever so popular ads and drops. That's what's cooking on today's Sports Stowe Fantasy Baseball Show. Welcome in to an all-new edition of the Sports Stove Fantasy Baseball Show presented by Belly Up Fantasy Sports and Righteous Felon Jerky. I'm your host, Vince Stover, and I am joined, as I am almost every week, by the senior fantasy baseball writer from BellyUpFantasySports.com, the one and only Kevin Wilson. Hey, Kev, how you doing? We are doing good, and uh, as I was... uh... Speaking with uh, Chase earlier today, I was telling about how we're underneath this, uh, the heat dome mm-hmm. here. And, um, but it, it was raining earlier. It brought the temperatures down. So it's almost like it's Christmas morning here right now. So <laughs> we'll take it. We're happy. And so life is good. I'll tell you, Kev, it's crazy. We've been through this last month or so of kind of a dead period in sports with the exception of baseball. And now all of a sudden it's starting to pick up. Uh, college football is almost here. NFL camps are reporting soon. Uh, of course, baseball is now in the stretch run to go along with uh, other things going on. So a lot of excitement in the sports world. Of course, baseball still has center stage for another couple weeks uh, before okay. football officially kicks off. But um, it should be a fun, fun couple or fun stretch run, I guess, here when you get to the second half or past the all-star break of baseball let's start well we'll come back to that i guess in a moment uh but uh we'll go ahead and get to our first segment of the day that is the fantasy burner segment fantasy burner segment presented by bellyupfantasysports.com all your uh, fantasy needs Right there at bellyupfantasysports.com nba nfl nhl and major league baseball of course is all covered there. Uh, you want to head over there, catch some articles and things uh, going on at the Belly Up Fantasy world. Today's uh, Fantasy Burner segment, we are talking bold fantasy predictions for the second half. Uh, I don't know how bold my my stuff is today, Kevin, either. but uh, I, I feel like it's bold at the very least. Okay. I don't know if everybody else will agree or not. Uh, but we'll let you kick this one off, Kevin. What's a bold fantasy prediction for the second half okay, of the baseball so my well, well, we'll see how bold we are. All right. But uh, my first prediction for baseball and fantasy is that the days of Justin Verlander being a ace, they're over. Okay. They are over. I don't know if you saw the other day on uh, Friday, he pitched against the Dodgers. He only gave up two hits, which is great but he walks sick <laughs> and that's a huge red flag to me for a guy who with the stature of somebody like Justin Verlander to walk six guys in a single game. And he did that in just five innings. Wow. And so if we're scoring at home, that's nine walks in a two start period. That is extremely, that that's flammable to me. And so 
Justin Verlander, of course, is about 100% rostered. And yeah. so if I have him, which I do not, in any league that I'm in, as we pretty much talked about him before the season started as being a guy I want nothing to do with. But if you happen to have him, I would look to trade him before his value completely craters. The Mets are fly, are they're, 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 they're going down the drain. Yep. And the only thing that could possibly save this is if they trade Justin Verlander. I have not heard that. Max Scherzer, I've heard rumors about. But I do not see Justin Verlander as being anything other than a good starting pitcher, if that. So I'm looking to move him as soon as I can. Yeah, we're in, we're going to, we're going to see a lot happen in the next two weeks. I think uh, with players, both good and and bad fantasy wise, there's going to be guys that had good starts to the season. They're going to have bad ends to the season or reverse that around, whatever it may be. And I, I don't disagree with you on Verlander. Um, the Mets are a scary situation right now. They're, they're not good in real baseball and uh, their pitching has not been great in fantasy baseball either. Um, I, I agree with you. I think that's an interesting take. I think it's bold enough for this show. Um, okay. Verlander's <laughs> eighth days are over. Uh, now he is what? 41 years old. He's something like that. At least 40. Yeah. Um, 40 and then Scherzer's 39. So the Mets, they made a mistake signing both of those guys. I thought it was a mistake right from the start. And yeah. so that's, it just wasn't going to work long-term at all. And it's not even working this season, so. Yeah, I wasn't, I didn't think it was going to go as bad as it's gone. Um, you go no. back to the early episodes of this show this year, we talked about this, and we both agreed that signing signing an old guy with already an old guy on the roster didn't seem to make a whole lot of sense. We didn't think it would go great. Um, that's an area we can say we were right in. That and Jacob deGrom, we both said, couldn't draft deGrom at the, at the value in which he was listed. And for good reason, and obviously he's done for the year, so that that worked out too. So we were we were right on with older pitchers, I'd say. That's right. So if you have an older pitcher, you might reconsider. Uh, yeah, I mean, again, you have to talk about value at the same time, right? It's not just it's not just right. that they're and older, but where, these guys were yeah, taking way too high, way too high, and value is what you have to. Well, maybe not so much bad, but you need, let's say you're not, your team's kind of and right now, and you're needing that push to make the playoff run. Justin Verlander's not the guy to have at the top of that list to bring you to the fantasy promised land. Yeah, if you miss on a guy in the top three rounds, it hurts your fantasy team. It does. Um, if you miss does. on him in round 16, 17, it's not as big a deal. But you miss on him in the top three rounds, it's going to hurt you, and Verlander was, was being taken up there. Um, I've got a pitching pitching take as well. Mine is a little bit more positive, and it's on Corbin Burns, a guy that you and I were both high on. You drafted in one league. I have acquired I in another league. I think Corbin Burns will be the top fantasy pitcher from today till the end of the season. Uh, Fantasy-wise, I think Burns is going to show out the rest of this year. So you see signs of him making that turn. He's getting more comfortable. The issues of the offseason are further away now. And this is a team that's going to make a playoff push. And so I think Corbin Burns is going to step up. We saw it in Cincinnati uh, this week. He came out. He shined. He almost passed out in the fifth I, inning. I heard about that. He, he stuck around. Yeah. yeah, he finished the sixth. He had, uh, what was it, 13 strikeouts? A little bit 13. In his last inning. So he yeah. found an inner inner strength. Yeah. And so, yeah, I'm with you on him. We I'm know Burns is talented. And he leads my staff in my other other leagues. So there you go. Yeah, we know I'm he's talented. He's he's not been as good as he's been in the past this year, but I think that turn is coming. I think the stretch run, uh, Corbin Burns can be depended on as the top pitcher from here until the playoffs. Okay. What else you got? What's another take so, you got? All right. So my guy, my second prediction, also concerns your Milwaukee Brewers. Uh oh. Okay. So. We know that shortstop is a very deep position in baseball, fantasy baseball, whatever baseball you want to talk about. But it is my prediction here that your Milwaukee Brewers, Willie Adonis, will be the top fantasy shortstop in the second half 
And so, uh, you know, he's starting to fire up a little bit. I got it right here. He's, uh, he's, he's hitting the ball. He had two games in a row with two hits. And um, he's climbed that average up to a robust 212, which is nothing to get excited about, of course. But <laughs> he's uh, he hit three home runs in two days. So mm-hmm. he's starting to look like the guy who – because he has 30 home run power. Yeah. And so I think out of all the shortstops that you can have on your team, and right now he's at 70% on, so he's probably rostered just about everywhere. But if you happen to have him, he – is the guy that I would want at my shortstop position. I think the Brewers kicked it off well. They swept, as we talked earlier. And so, Willie Adamas, A, plus shortstop fantasy player to me. I'd be happy with that. I've got him in all my leagues. Uh, <laughs> I'm a, I was all in on the Willie Adamas train. And uh, you're right, his power has started to appear again. His defense is very good, by the way, which doesn't help fantasy. Um, but uh, he's not—he's not in any risk of losing playing time or anything like that. And uh, and even when he's not in the field, he's DHing most of the time too. So, uh, yeah, Damas is doing his part. I like that. I, I hope it's true. I'd say I'd probably lean more in the top five or six shortstops. Uh, but I'd love for it to be a top shortstop. I like yeah, that. Bold so, yeah, we're trying to be bold up in here. Yeah, so, that's right. My bold take is number one fantasy shortstop in the second half, Willie Adamas. I like it. Uh, this one might be a little cooler than that, but a man whose average draft position is 121, he's been playing more like a guy getting drafted in the 190s. My bold prediction is that MJ Melendez will actually start to live up to his draft value sure in the second would. half of the season. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that would be great. <laughs> that would be great if he could do that. Melendez came in with all this hype. And the league, reason, the only one. reason why, I do. why he had the hype was because of his position, multi, multi-position availability. If he was simply a catcher, he probably wouldn't have had the hype that he had. But he had the hype coming in. And he actually dropped lower in, in our league than I thought he would draft-wise. Um, but nonetheless, I think Melendez, again, is he going to be the top catcher? That's not what I'm saying. But I think no. that Melendez is going to actually finally come up to his draft value and be a, a helpful fantasy player here in the second half of the season. All right. So that would be awesome if he could do that. My third prediction involves more than one player. It, uh, we've seen that rookie pitchers have mm-hmm. made significant you know, uh, contributions to many baseball teams in real life and in fantasy but it is my prediction that not a single of them not one single rookie pitcher will be producing come fantasy playoff time oh and the reason why i say that is because the way baseball is played today we've already seen it with like yuri perez sent down to the minor you're gonna see these whether we're talking about abbott or woo or the Miller brothers, or whomever, they will be shut down by their teams or supremely curtailed, and it, or might be in the boat, whatever it is, but their contributions will be absent come playoff time. So, And I've got some of these guys in my, uh, in my leagues, so I'm going to have to pay attention to this myself. And anytime you start to hear, well, let's say woo, especially for teams that are not in the playoff run, as the Mariners may not be, they will have no real reason to pitch any of these guys. Hmm. So they're going to shut them down, and then your pitching staff is going to be severely limited. Hmm. So you want to make sure that you have some other plans in place for these guys because they're just simply not going to be there when the playoffs come. Interesting. That's a that's a very interesting take, Kev. I like okay. the way you're thinking on that for sure. Um, and I hope it's not true because I've got I've got a lot of those guys. I've got team. some too. And you know, it, Gavin Williams of, of Cleveland. You mm. know, we could go on and on with these guys. And so these mm. guys are gonna they're they're gonna pitch them, but they're not gonna pitch them till their arms fall off. This is not 1976 with Mark Fedrich the bird, you know, 
pitching 27 complete games or whatever it was, he did insane number that year. They're 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 freaking out when they hit not even 100 innings right now. Yeah. And so these guys, especially if you're not in the playoff race, have no reason. They're not going to pitch them. They're going to say, okay, you sit over there and learn, and we'll see you next year. Interesting. Okay. Um, my last take is also multiplayer involved. Uh, we're okay. thinking on the like same page. Flying, uh, this, this, <laughs> this plane is flying right here. Uh, one traded player, meaning traded in Major League Baseball, will help win fantasy leagues this year. Someone who gets moved to a different team who right now may not be massively impactful is going to have a major impact for champions all across fantasy baseball. Let me give you a couple names. Tim Anderson. I'm on this train, and I think I might be the only one on this train. Yeah, yeah, because my feet are (laughs) firmly planted on the ground when it comes to the Sure. And I understand why. But Anderson gets moved, and when he gets moved, it's going to be put in a situation where things are going to be better. He's going to find his old self. And all of a sudden, this guy that's sitting on the waiver wire and has been all season for good reason is going to shine and look look uh, uh, and help a team win a championship. How about this name? It's a popular name. It's a big name, but hasn't been great this year. Juan Soto. His name has been popping up in the trade market recently. Um, again, San Diego is just a dumpster fire. Tatis has been great fantasy-wise. Uh, but if Juan Soto gets moved, again, I think it kickstarts something in his brain. And I think he helps the team win championships. I'll give you a couple more quick ones. Ryan Helmsley from St. Louis, a relief pitcher, a yeah. guy that's not getting a lot of great opportunities in St. Louis. I think he's even injured right now. Uh, but watch out if he gets moved. Relievers get moved a lot this time of year. He gets moved into the right situation. Yeah. All of a sudden, he's getting saves. Texas Rangers in particular are yeah. looking for relief pitchers. Yep. And then the last one I'll give you is a guy that I'm not a fan of that I really don't want on my fantasy team, but uh, it's a personal thing. He has great fantasy stats. It's Strowman with the Cubs. Uh, the chance that he gets moved to a better situation as well uh, is looking highly likely. Um, he gets put into a situation like Arizona. He gets put into a situation like New York. He gets put into a situation like Texas. Everything changes, and Strowman all of a sudden becomes a more valuable piece to your fantasy team because not only is he getting the strikeouts, now he's going to be getting the wins. Uh, things are going to come along with it. And uh, so it may not even be those four players, but I'm telling you, someone's going to get traded and it's going to make a massive fantasy impact for a team who has a guy sitting on their roster that has been mediocre so far this year or a guy that's even on the waiver wire right now, like Tim Anderson, who gets moved to a better situation. Next thing you know, you're winning your fantasy championship as a result uh, and, and high and large point because of what they're doing. All right. So there we have it. All right, there's our Fantasy Burners segment for the day. Coming up next is the call to the pin. And before I hit the, the video for our call to the pin, I want to thank, and I need to look him up. I'll get you after the video. Uh, but we had a listener uh, reach out and uh, saying something nice about the show. But he also commented that during this next transition, the ringing noise is obnoxiously loud. Uh, and I have not yet had a chance to fix it. I promise I will do my best to do that in the coming week. But it's time for our call to the pin. And our call to the pin is presented by Righteous Felon Jerky. So that wakes up people throughout the land. (laughs) Yeah. If you want the the purest jerky in the game, you got to go straight to the source. And Righteous Felon has partnered with the best natural black Angus beef producers in the land to lock up supply and guarantee the best tasting, best textured, and freshest beef jerky on the market. Uh, Visit RighteousFelon.com. Use promo code BELLYUP. You're going to get 15% off your purchase and again i want to say thank you to our listeners uh we love to hear feedback even when it is uh, a good criticism and and you know what i completely agreed uh with that comment as well and uh so i appreciate uh sorry trying to find the comment and i pushed the wrong thing uh anyways um sorry i'm trying to find josh deets thank you for that comment and i promise i will fix it uh in the coming week uh hopefully okay uh, um, let's talk about baseball news. We're out of the all-star break. We're in that stretch run now. Uh, power rankings came out, uh, on bellyupsports.com this week. I feel like I was more detailed in why I had people where I had them this, uh, this week as well. Um, but you look at these teams right now, to me, it's the Braves versus everybody else. Am I crazy to think that way? 
No, you're not crazy, but it just goes to show how crazy the game of baseball can be. Yeah. Because they're the best team. They're playing at home. White Sox are playing out the streak, and what happens? They go in there and win two out of three games. Yeah. Spencer Strider, which was unfortunate because he's my top starting pitcher. He lost yesterday. Bryce Elder got smoked. Bryce Bryce Elder, who I have as well, was really unfortunate. But um, so, yeah, so, you know, that just goes to show Atlanta has not won anything. So if you're a fan of one of the other teams, don't be, you know, crying in your cereal just yet because the Braves haven't won anything. Yeah, no one has, right? <laughs> right. I mean, at this no point, one has done it, and we've seen that in recent, you know, history. The Dodgers, you know, I could bring them up as, you know, I would rather not, but they've won 100 games, over 106 games, whatever, and stuff like that. Hadn't won. The Mariners won 100 and what was it, 16 games, 20 years ago. Didn't even make it to the World Series, so. There's lots of baseball still to be played, so I'm looking forward to some of these, you know, all these races, and, and and all of a sudden the NLS is really hopping. Yeah. And uh, so there's a lot to to look forward to when it comes to the game of baseball. Yeah, I agree. I think the I think the East is one. I think the Central won't be that much fun. The NL Central, um, but I think the AL West, the NL East, uh, excuse me, the NL West, the AL East. And the AL Central could all be really fun battles as we come down the stretch here. Let's talk about the battle in the AL East. Those Tampa Bay Rays, who are just dominant and in control all season long, they're a game up on Baltimore right now. And they've won just three out of their last ten games. Here comes the Baltimore Orioles, eight and two out of their last ten. Here comes Toronto, which not really as big a threat right now. Oh, I disagree. They've won eight out of their last ten. Up. Okay, Toronto yeah, I think is a team I, I certainly believe will make the playoff. I think they but win the division, Kev. I can't see them winning their division. Okay, I think they do. If I if I was a betting man, and I'm not, but if I was a betting man, I would put something and sprinkle a little pizza money on Toronto winning the division. Uh, listen, Tampa's getting healthy; they're going to be fine. They're going to make the playoffs. They they could win the division, no doubt. Baltimore, man, I just don't trust their pitching. Uh, I, I That's where my fault is with Baltimore. Do they fix it? I'm do they get someone in the trade? Maybe they do. I'm coming really? around on their pitching. As, uh, you know, Dean Kramer. If, yeah. He had a good outing, no doubt about he that. He did. He did, and, and he's not their top guy. So I right. think their pitching is going to be all right. Their bullpen, I think they've got to add, and I don't see Baltimore doing it, right? The bullpen. Yeah. And, and so – it's going to be real, real interesting what's going to happen with this because we all, a couple weeks, you know, a month ago, thought this division was all dead and done, but it is not. So Yeah, I, I think, like I said, Tampa's getting healthy. They're going to have some pitchers back. They're going to straighten things out a little bit. Baltimore, Toronto, and Boston have all won eight of their last ten. Baltimore's on an eight-game win streak. Toronto, a yep. four-game win streak. The Yankees are now yep. tied for last in the division. And listen, we understand with the Yankees, right? They have issues. No, no one would question that. They do have issues. I still trust them more than Boston. Um, that being said, their pitching is atrocious. And But they're a team that goes out and fixes that kind of stuff, right? Right. It's not just so that their pitching that really concerns me. It's their offense, strangely enough. Unless Aaron Judge can get back in there. Yeah. They went into Colorado which should be the springboard to, you know, eight, ten runs, and it didn't happen. Yeah. And so I have some real concerns about their offense right now. And so maybe they Here's get the way I look out. at it. Their offense cannot win games. They need pitching, right? In the right. sense where there are teams who are putting up so many runs, there's going to be games where the offense wins it for them. The Yankees don't have that luxury right now. They are the lowest scoring team in the division. Uh, right. right now it's by like 14 runs, maybe something like that. Uh, 16 runs. 18. Yeah. According to what I'm looking here, plus 18. And um, everybody else, Boston's plus 26, Toronto 42. 
and Tampa is still plus at one fifty six. Yeah, so, yeah. Well, yeah. Tampa has scored. <laughs> There's no question they, about that. But so has Boston though. Came in the first six weeks of the season. Yeah, so, Boston scored a ton of runs, but they've allowed the most in the division as well, uh, right. which hurts them. So that's going to be an, obviously an interesting one. We'll keep an eye on the whole time. The Central, Minnesota back on top. Cleveland took that right before the All Star break, but Minnesota's back two and a half games up on Cleveland. I yeah. still trust Cleveland more than I do Minnesota, but it wouldn't take much for me to start believing in Minnesota either. They've got a pretty complete roster. Um, I just I'm interested to see if they can make any kind of stretch run uh, count for anything because I'm not worried about Detroit. Obviously, Chicago, no, KC. No, no, I'm not worried about any of those. And uh, I, I have an article out there where I talk about Kenta Maida. And uh, if he can be the guy that I think he can be in over – and, yeah. and Ryan, that's three starters that could be quality right there. So, yeah, you know, Lopez far, is going to be there. three quality starters, and I think they do have that. I like it. Uh, in the West, Texas is maintaining that lead three and a half. Houston made a run there right before the All Star break as well. And Texas had a rough stretch when they played each other before the All Star break. But needless to say, this is, a, I think, a two man race. Seattle could still make the playoffs. They could, but they're eight games out. Yeah, they're not. They're not winning the division. No, not happening. Uh, they're at five hundred. Um, that's about yeah, that's, six games back from the Yankees. That that's one of the biggest disappointments in the entire world of baseball to me. That Seattle's at five hundred at this point. Yeah, and then you throw in Los Angeles Angels right there with them. Uh, as far as disappointments <laughs> go, I mean, how embarrassing. Yeah, it is, and. I saw this graphic that uh, there are like two teams that have not been above 500 at any, you know, during the last, was it three or four years, something like that. But only one of them, the Kansas City Royals, don't have Shohei Otani and, you know, Trout, two of the best (laughs) players on their team. So Kansas City has an excuse. The Angels do not. Kansas City has a World Series uh, since the last time. And they have a World Series, and they went the back-to-back World Series. They went to Game 7 in the World Series they lost. Yeah. So they can hang their hat, you know, for till the next, you know, George Brett comes around, whatever. So (laughs) they're they're set for, you know, 20, what, 2040 or so? Listen, the Kansas City is a pitching staff away from being relevant. Um, and it's really that simple. They've got enough young yeah, pieces in that offense that they can get a pitching staff that are already good in that starting rotation. And, and that so, division is horrible. And it's definitely winnable. So all you have to do is show up and win 85 games, 87 games. And you make the playoffs. And then, as we could see from last year, anything could happen. Uh, out in the NL West, the Dodgers back on top, two games up on San Fran, two and a half on Arizona. Um, I think this is going to be a race all the way through, but Arizona all of a sudden hit that rough patch, right? Four game losing streak. Yeah, San Francisco and the Dodgers on the winning streak. Not winning their division, they're in danger of not even making the playoffs. Sure, right now, and so uh, you know we talked about it last week. Arizona, younger team, can they pull themselves out of it? Because they don't have the experience that the Giants who have, that the Dodgers have to lean on. So we'll have to see what happens with them. Yeah, they got, let's see here. Uh, they lost to the Pirates. They then lost the got swept, the- I think, by the Blue Jays. Yeah. yeah, swept by the Blue Jays. And now they got the Braves. That's an easy series. Yeah, they got the Braves. And uh, Zach Gallen couldn't stop the losing streak. I believe that was yesterday. And um, unfortunate once again for me because that's my guy. So Arizona's going to make an addition at the trade before or at the trade deadline. Um, I'll be interested to see who, what they add, how much they add. I think they need to add two pitchers. Um, we'll talk about that here. Actually, we can transition into that with the trade okay. rumors kicking up and the things <laughs> happening around uh, the Major League Baseball world. I've got four teams that'll be sellers at the deadline with some names of guys that'll be sold. And I think Arizona, if they could snag a couple of these guys, could be turning themselves into a, a more legit threat than what they are currently because they need pitching help as well. I, uh, I'll I start with the that. Go ahead. I'll start with the Chicago White Sox. 
They got okay. two pitchers on the market right now. Uh, Giolito and Dylan Cease are the two pitchers. They also have Eloy Jimenez, uh, Luis Robert, and uh, Tim Anderson. Lance, Lynn. Lance Lynn's a, a possibility. Too. I heard his name pop up for St. Louis. Not that St. Louis is trying to win this year, but as as a future kind of next year kind of a thing. Lance Lynn is not a young guy, so no, I'm not. He's not. (laughs) But Chicago's a team. They're not good. Um, They should be selling, and they have talent to sell. Uh, And I think you could see see something go there. Uh, St. Louis is another team, Kev. Now, listen, I'm going to name these guys, and you go, I don't want any of those guys. I understand, but let me explain. Uh, Jack Flaherty, Jordan Montgomery, Jordan Hicks. I'll take Jordan Uh, Montgomery. Okay, uh, I would take Flaherty in the right situation. Um, I think that you have to understand it's not working for him this year, clearly, in St. Louis. But change of scenery makes a difference. These guys get a new coach. They get a one guy that sees something as they're, as they're scouting for trades that says, hey, man, if you just you know take your step a little longer, um, put your hand a little higher, whatever it is, something little, and they can make that adjustment, all of a sudden the guy's back to where he was. Those St. Louis pitchers have not been great this year, but now all of these are only one-year guys. They're, none of them have uh, multi-year contracts on them, so whoever gets them, you're going to get them for relatively cheap, and you're going to get guys who have done something in the past. Now, St. Louis also has Ryan Helmsley, who we talked about earlier, relief pitcher, and outfielder Dylan Carlson, a guy that they'd be willing to move on as well um, that can give some value at different places. None of these guys are going to be superstars this year, although I think Helmsley could be a, a crucial part of a World Series team. Um, but a, a guy like Flaherty, so here's my thought. Arizona, if they could go out and get Dylan Cease and Jack Flaherty, okay, that that bolsters their rotation drastically. Yeah, absolutely it does. Because then they've got four quality starters yeah. on that team. Yeah, and St. Louis is not going to get rid of Arnado. They're not going to get rid of Goldschmidt. They're not going to get rid of Paul Walker. They're not. There is it. Paul Walker. That's not right. Um, Paul Walker's the actor. Uh, Walker. Now I've, his name slipped me. Uh, but anyways, Jordan Walker. Jordan Walker thank you. Uh, and <laughs> I said Paul Walker. I knew that wasn't right. Uh, anyways, St. Louis is not going to get rid of any of their big pieces. But you got three pitchers on one year uh, on their final year of their contracts. Dylan Carlson's a guy that they don't need. Uh, and then Ryan Helmsley relief pitchers get to get get moved at this time of year um, as well. Chicago Cubs, two guys to keep an eye on with Chicago. Marcus Stroman, who is a hot commodity right now. And how about Cody Bellinger? He's not this, still the MVP I, Cody I, Bellinger I of the past. Name just dropped today. I'm sure it's been out there, but I heard it really dropped today. Cody Bellinger possibly targeted by the Houston Astros. Okay. Oh, I like that fit. Yeah. And, um, I don't know if that's such a great fit offense or defensively over there in Houston, but that could make it work. Uh, him next to uh, uh, now, my brain went went sideways. <laughs> that that outfield. You talking about the outfield? Yeah, the outfield. Uh, yeah, uh, their their right fielder. I should know who he is. But, Tucker. Uh, yes, Tucker. Yeah. He's swinging the bat well. So you yeah. have him. And the only thing you need to be concerned about because they're both left-handed hitters. And so you're going to need to, you know, bridge that in some way. But uh, if you can get both of those guys, I like that going down to Houston offensively. And uh, as you mentioned, Stroman. And and the name that you have not mentioned associated with him is his old team, and that would be the Toronto Blue Jays are figuring prominently and possibly bringing him back up north. Yeah, and uh, if they could get him, then they're really serious contenders up there in the AL East. Yeah, I mean, again, I'm not a Stroman fan, but Stroman and the White Sox pitchers are the three that right, I would really right. focus and, in on right now. Right, and and Dylan Fees pitched today. He he shut down the uh, the Atlanta Braves, and so and then I, they said uh, on MLB Network were saying, well, the uh, the White Sox says that Dylan Cease is not available. That's what I say, doo doo. Yeah. Of course, he's available. I wrote in my article that he's available. And so if I was to go for any – Dylan Cease would be the guy that would be at the very top of my list. I'm with you. And so whichever team he gets traded to, you have to buoy that up, whether it's – if it's Arizona, wherever it might be. Dylan Cease, to me, is headed out of town. 
Yeah. Lucas Giolito headed out of town. Lance Lynn, pack your bag because you're headed out of town, even though I wouldn't want him on my team. <laughs> Me neither. Yeah. But uh, all three of those guys are going to head out of town. The White Sox are going to get some major pieces back for all three of those guys. And so Chicago, if you're looking for pitching, is where you need to be camping out. Pitching market's open in Chicago. Pitching market wide open in the Windy City. Let me give you one more team and some names on that team as well. New York Mets. Um, I don't think the pitchers get moved. Uh, I think there's too much going on there. But Tommy Pham, who's had a decent decent season. Tommy Pham, every time you see him, is coming up big, seems like. Yeah. Uh, Brandon Nemo, who some people really like. Again, I think change of scenery would be good for him. Mark Hanna, who has proven in the past he can do stuff. Um, maybe not as consistent as some of the other guys. And I even saw Starling Marte's name come up. Boy, if you get him into a to a contender, that gets me really excited from a fantasy perspective and a real right. baseball perspective. You could turn him loose on the base path. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, yeah, so all of those guys on the, the Mets are going to be sellers, which just yeah. caps off their, the, the, the roadkill of a season that they've had. Yeah. And so – and a lot of those guys are interchangeable. They're like the same player, except for Starling Marte. Yeah. But if, so if you can move some of those guys and get back some actual athletes. Yeah. In New York. Because they're not going to get rid of Lindor. They're not going to get rid of Alonzo. And I don't think the pitchers are going anywhere. No. And so, you know, Alonzo, he's loved over there. And he's still relatively, you know, new, you know, relatively. And uh, he gets people in, 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 butts and seats as they say and Lindor yep. and they signed him to a ridiculous contract yeah but so he's stuck there and so yeah so move some outfielders you're not moving Justin Verlander no. I can't see him moving Max Scherzer I'm, I think they might try they would listen and, uh, yeah they would listen I'm sure they would and um and I think so, that offer that comes back for those guys is so minimal it's just not worth it to move him. Especially Justin Verlander. I mean, this guy's 40. He yeah. had an incredible year last year, but he, he's he got an injury. He's been injured this very season. So you could, you could shop him. I don't I don't see anyone, you know, sitting there going, high-fiving themselves, you know, like, you know, they're going down to, to, to the wedding chapel with him. But uh, <laughs> Let me ask you this. Just a wild throw it out there, okay? Say San Diego is tired of Juan Soto. It's not done. And everybody's saying Yankees for Juan Soto, whatever. What if the, the Mets and San Diego do a deal where Juan Soto comes over for Verlander and Marte? Uh, something like that. It, uh, to me, that would be enough. Uh, I mean, I think Soto's better than Marte, obviously, and better than Verlander, obviously. But if you're going to lose them and you still want to make a run at the playoffs, it seems like a veteran pitcher like Verlander and a guy like Marte who can come over and you know fill in defensively, fill in offensively, to a different degree offensively than Soto, of course. But you've got other offensive guys there too. I don't know. Is that enough enough for Soto? I'm I'm thinking if I'm the Padres, I want Scherzer. Yeah. I want sure if if you offer me Scherzer instead of Verlander in that deal. hundred okay, percent. Let's, yeah. let's sign it up. And uh, Soto, you know, it was nice knowing you, but, uh, you know, go ahead and uh, reserve your spot on the next plane to New York. We'll see you when we see you. And don't let the door hit you on the way out because yeah. that has not gone well since he came there. Yeah. And it's two years now ago that this has happened, and it, has, it didn't work the second half of that trade. It didn't work last year. It's not working this year, the first half. So if, if, if I can get Scherzer, I'm making that deal. Yeah. Okay. Uh, that's our call to the pin. We got to get moving on. Uh, go visit Righteous Felon, RighteousFelon.com. Use that code BELLYUP. Get 15% off your purchase. It's now time for our Fantasy Focus. Fantasy Focus is presented by BellyUpFantasySports.com. Again, head on over, get all the latest and greatest fantasy advice and details. There's football stuff is kicking into full gear right now, rankings and different things going on. Uh, of course, Major League Baseball news from Kevin Wilson and others, uh, NBA stuff, NHL stuff as the time comes. 
also bellyupfantasysports.com. Let's get to our ads and drops, Kevin, as that last segment went longer than I thought it would. Uh, let's let's get into our ads first. I'll let you kick us off. Who do we need to add this week? Okay, so a guy that probably not available because he's at 48% uh, rostered, and, um, but has really come alive. Let's see, he has one, two, three, four, two hit games this past week alone. That's Whit Merrifield of the Toronto Blue Jays. Okay. And so he's second base. He's outfield. And so if he's available, he's hitting home runs now. He's uh, got his average up to 291. He's got 19 steals. And so if he's available, which in the other league that he I am in, he is available, unbelievably mm. enough, but he is. So – and he's a guy that I certainly – I wrote an article just a couple weeks ago saying, hey, he's an all-star, so maybe you can use it to sell high. Well, forget that now. Buy him. Keep him on your team. <laughs> Keep him on your team. Hold on. My Ernie. My mom. My mom's call. Hang on one second. Okay. Uh, well, I'll go on to mine now. You you got a guy in Whit Merrifield who's highly owned, uh, and I've got a guy also that we have recently talked about dropping – but it might be turning his way. Owning 52% of leagues from the New York Yankees, Giancarlo Stanton. Uh, all of a sudden, oh, hang on now. Hold on before you say no. Uh, three of the last five games, he scored 15 points, 9 points, and 10 points. In his last five appearances, four home runs, nine RBIs, and only two strikeouts. Those are the numbers that you want to see from Giancarlo Stanton. You're used to having seven to ten strikeouts in that same time frame, even if he has the home runs. Well, he's down to two strikeouts in five games to go with his four home runs, to go with his nine RBIs. I'm telling you, you cannot sleep on guys like Giancarlo Stanton, guys who have a proven history of power in a fantasy league. That can come into fruition, and all of a sudden, if he's in a hot streak, those are the kind of guys you want on your team. Okay, if I can counter. Sure. All right, so – He's a guy, I don't want to give away my entire article, but I wrote about him in my article as well. Okay. And, um, that's before he went ballistic, but he went ballistic in Colorado. So you've got to put that into your thinking a little bit. And uh, unfortunately for them, the plane has already taken off from Colorado and they're flying to Anaheim next, which the ball does not carry as well over there. So I'm not ready at all to climb aboard. The Giancarlo, because I think I, I mentioned it in my article, that's fool's gold. I still think that it's true. So I'm not rushing out to add him. I could see why you wouldn't be excited maybe to get him. I'm not in that. I'm not in the fast lane on him just yet. So of he did have a good series in Colorado. They played Chicago at home before that as well, where he was having a good series as well. So I, I just, to me, he's the kind of guy that you can't sleep on. And if he starts getting hot, you got to jump on him, and you got to be ready to jump off. You don't need to have patience with him. If he if he starts to dip again, let him go immediately. But he's the kind of guy I'm telling you. If he has another two games where he looks good, you could pick him up off of waivers now and then trade him and get something in return for him. I mean, to me, Stanton is valuable for many different reasons. Um, he's got the name, and all you got to do is get somebody to to give you something for him that's better than what you got. Um, but again, if he's hot, why not, right? Okay, so I could buy that, and unfortunately, my all my information just <laughs> with my wife on it's on. My okay, phone. okay, I got another one. I'll my keep going. On it, so go okay, ahead. I'll keep going. Uh, owned in fourteen point nine percent of leagues, a catcher and an outfielder from the Pittsburgh Pirates, Henry Davis. He okay. now has consistent playing time since the All Star game in this three game series they just played. He's batting four forty four. Scoring four points, seven points, and seven points against the San Francisco Giants. We've seen Pittsburgh produce some valuable fantasy guys over the season for different amounts of time, for different stretches of time. Henry Davis is that guy now, and being eligible catcher sure helps out your fantasy team a lot. It does. Guy playing every day. Yeah, he's a guy that I have been excited about, and um, he kind of cools down a little bit. Just to, you know, when I try to try to get excited, but uh, he's a guy, certainly <laughs> I like him. He's been on my roster before catcher outfielders, you mentioned, and you got to like that. 
And that's the only reason why Melendez is on as many rosters as he is. Yes. And so if he could do what Melendez did last year, then we've really got something to talk about here. Agreed. Uh, and then I'll give you another one. 0.6% owned. A little different than Giancarlo Stanton at 52% and Henry Davis at 14%. Uh, he's a starting pitcher. He's also listed as a relief pitcher. But for the Tampa Bay Rays, Ryan Yarborough, returning from injury, he went six innings with a 1.50 ERA, five Ks versus Cleveland. His next start is Wednesday against Detroit. I like Tampa Bay pitchers, uh, especially when they're healthy. His start before his injury was a good one, too. 5.2 innings, uh, one earned run in that one as well. Uh, Ryan Yarborough is a guy I love uh, when healthy. Right now he's healthy. Playing Detroit Wednesday is going to be a great matchup for him as well. Uh, At 0.6% owned, he's available in your league. Go out and get Ryan Yarborough. Okay. I like that a lot. And – um. Hang on one second. I will get my instrument back. Hold on. A reminder, you can go to bellyupfantasysports.com, get all the latest fantasy news uh, there. Again, a lot of Major League Baseball stuff going on right now, a lot of NFL stuff coming out. If you're getting ready for your drafts, getting your prep going, you need to go to bellyupfantasysports.com, read the articles, gain the advice. Uh, There's some great fantasy football shows out there as well through the Belly Up Fantasy world. Uh, A great place to go. If you're hungry... You need to go to RighteousFelon.com. You go to RighteousFelon.com, use the code BELLYUP. You get 15% off your purchase and some really good jerky to go with it as well. And I also now have Sports Stove Apparel available, uh, and you can find that through our social media pages. we got the links for you there as well. All right, so I am back. (laughs) And so um, another guy that's at 33% owned, so he may not be as available, but... And he's a guy at uh, playing for the Padres, and uh, Ha Song Kim. Oh yeah, plays second, third, shortstop, and this is what he's done: two for four with a run scored, three for five. He was two for five today with a homer and two runs scored. He had a stolen base this week. He had uh, two, one, three, four, seven fantasy points. And so he's a guy who's playing now. All you know. You would figure that he wouldn't be playing all the time with all the stars they have, but he's right. on the field. I like him, and I actually had him on my team. He doesn't play tomorrow, but I, so I dropped him. But if you can hold off and 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 add him for Tuesday, go ahead and and do that because he plays so many positions. He's a great guy to have as a utility guy if you have a bench spot where you keep an offensive player. He's a good one to have. My only concern with him is always playing time. Uh, but he gets pretty consistent playing time, and you're right, great versatility and usually really good production, even hitting lower in the order. Last year he hit higher in the order at different times of the season, uh, but nonetheless, I love that pickup as well. Okay, so I'm going to switch the pitcher on this one, and I can't believe I'm talking about a Detroit Tiger. All right? Oh, yeah. Okay, so Tarek Scobo. Yeah. There's a guy who pitches for uh, – and he was injured – most of the first half, came back. He started two games before the All-Star break and um, didn't allow a run in either of those games, gave up just two hits and eight innings with 11 strikeouts. And so the kicker is Tuesday at Kansas City Royal. So that, <laughs> I like that uh, one. Yeah, so um, you and he said 26% owned, so, or rostered, I guess is the correct word, to say nowadays, but uh, he's <laughs> rostered in 26% of leagues. So if he's available, get him for Tuesday's start. Doesn't get much easier than the Kansas City Royals right now. I agree 100%. All right, let's go to drops. I'll get us started with drops, but I'm going to go pitching first. 52.5% own from the Miami Marlins, Braxton Garrett. His last three games have shown decline against St. Louis, Philly, and Baltimore with ERAs of 4.76, 5.40, and then against Baltimore, 7.71. Uh, those are ones you just can't survive, especially as we get closer to the fantasy playoffs. Those are guys you just can't hang on to at this point. Go out and find you another guy. He should be a streamer. The right matchup, put him in. The wrong matchup, you got to let him go. So I have Braxton Garrett as a drop this week. Okay, and uh, that hurts my soul because 
I have him. <laughs> so, but I agree with you on that. He has not pitched well, and so you got you got to let him go. And um, a guy that I'm going to let go, All Star, this past year. And matter of fact, he was the NL All Star MVP. Oh my! I'm talking about Elias Diaz. Oh yeah, that home run that he hit in the All Star game is the only one he has. <laughs> right? Because yeah. uh, all right, so in his last six games, one for four. 0 for 1, 1 for 4, 0 for 3, 0 for 3, 0 for 2. No yeah. homers, no RBIs, no runs scored. A 0, 0, negative 1, 1, 0, negative 1 fantasy points. And that, because they played, like we just mentioned, the Yankees at home. Yeah. And if he comes out and has no hits whatsoever, that is a major failure. They play Houston in two games this week before they hit the road. And we all know the Colorado Rocky hitters have negative fantasy appeal once they get on the road, and he's not hitting even at home. So go ahead and enjoy your moment in the sun that you had in Seattle and uh, put your you know the trophy up on the mantle and enjoy it because other than that, you got no appeal whatsoever. Nothing there. Nothing uh, there. Nothing, nobody's home but the trophy. Uh, it's time for me to get on to my Reds bashing. Um, my next my next two guys are Cincinnati Reds. We'll start you off with Matt McLean, shortstop on second baseman. He had a good start to the year. He's been much better than expected. Most people didn't even know who he was. 41% owned still currently. He's got no home runs in his last 12 games. Two RBIs in the last 12 games. Three stolen bases in the last 12 games. 18 strikeouts in the last 12 games. Matt McLean has become a liability on your fantasy oh, team. Now you're ball. hurting me again because he's on my fantasy <laughs> team as well. So <laughs> I just I, I think he's at this point now, right? I, mean, I, I just feel like he's at this point now. Been high on him. Yeah, but not yeah, he has been he's been good. He's done a lot a lot of good this year, but it's been a rough go now, and it's now it's been long enough where I think it's time to let him mm-hmm. go and move on to somebody else. Okay. I agree with that 100%, even though I didn't want to. And uh, a drop I have is on the Houston Astros, pitcher at 59.3% rostered, and that's Hunter Brown Mm. that I'm speaking of right here. And you wouldn't have thought so because against the Dodgers on the road, no less, 1-1, three hits, struck out seven, walked two. You think, woo this guy's arrived. Well, since then, Against Texas, four innings, they gave up 10 hits, no fantasy points. Against Seattle, five runs on eight hits and just three innings with three walks, negative six fantasy points. And worst of all, on Tuesday, he is the starting pitcher in Colorado. (laughs) You want nothing to do with starting pitchers in Colorado. Right. Nothing. And, um, I don't see if you did happen to drop him, somebody's going to swoop in and get him. So go ahead. You don't want anything to do with him this week. Nothing. Agreed. So go ahead, drop him, and find yourself a better starting pitcher than Hunter Brown this week. I like it. Uh, my last one for the week is 22.8% owned. Again, Cincinnati Red outfielder TJ Fradle. He's, they played six games against Milwaukee, six in Milwaukee, three in Milwaukee before the break, three in Cincinnati after the break. In those two series, he went three for 22, seven strikeouts, zero fantasy points, zero home runs, zero RBIs, zero stolen bases. This is a kid I really liked for Cincinnati. He felt like he had value because of how low he was rostered. Um, at this point, again, I think there's still Reds out there who are valuable, although I've tried to tell you for the last several weeks, it's going to diminish over the next couple of weeks. TJ Fredo's a guy I, I cannot afford to have on my team. I don't think you can either. It's time to cut him loose. Okay, so I agree with that 100% as well. My last guy is a guy who it's kind of like you're bouncing around on your, uh, you know, outside with the kids on the, uh, what do you call that? Trampoline. Trampoline. Thank you very much. (laughs) All right. Because I was high on him before the season began. I thought, okay, he's a guy who can do some things. Well, he stumbled over his own feet to come out of the gate. Don't want anything to do with him. Then he comes out, right? 
at the beginning of June and and two starts. He had 22 and 15 fantasy points. People climb back on the train, right? You're right. thinking you're going to be like Tom Cruise. You know, you've seen the scenes of that movie <laughs> where, you know, the train is, you know, rocketing down the road. Well, since then, he has three points, two points, negative two points, negative 13 fantasy points. Yikes. That's Michael Kopech that I'm talking oh, yeah. about. Of the Chicago White Sox and of all these players that, that the White Sox could trade, I'm sure they would love to package him, but no one's <laughs> going to want him. No, on on real or fantasy teams, Michael Kopech, don't put him on your team. Don't have anything to do with him, even though he pitches against the Mets on Thursday. I want nothing whatever to do with Michael Kopech of the Chicago White Sox. And I'll tell you about this show. We don't lie about the things that we said in the past. We know you're right. not going to go back 30 episodes and check out our preseason rankings. But, um, yeah, Kevin, you're right. Kopech was a guy you were really high on. Uh, I, I think you even I had was, him as a sleeper. Yeah, to my maybe eternal regret, I was uh, – you know Well, what <laughs> What's worse than that, Kevin, is I was high on the White Sox as a whole. So, so uh, you were high on a player. I was high on the team. Uh, so we both we both take an L when it comes to White Sox at this big point. L, big the- L, big L, big <laughs> L. And uh, fortunately, that has not translated over to uh, Mr. Robert, Robert, because yeah. he is still bashing the ball. He's on two fantasy teams of mine. Very happy to have him. So. Don't pay any attention to your teammates, Mr. Robert, or however you pronounce your last name. <laughs> and, uh, and and you know he had a scaring you know incident where he, during the home run derby he felt something I guess tender up or seize up or whatever it was and hmm. and he didn't play in the game and they were like oh well oh no but he's back in the lineup and swinging the bat so he's good to go. Other than that, the White Sox have no reason to celebrate. Hopefully they didn't celebrate on the 4th of July because they didn't have anything to celebrate. <laughs> Ouch. All right. Uh, tell us about – we're going to still talk about the league in just a moment. But before we get to that, tell us about your articles, what's coming out on BellyUpFantasySports.com. Okay. So on Friday, and I didn't you know, use any of my uh, predictions that I used from that article, but I did write a second-half fantasy preview, and that's available on the Belly Up Fantasy website right now. I, I went into, I discussed Shohei Otani. We didn't talk about this here yet. I don't see him going anywhere right now. You'll have to read the article. I don't want to get too deep into that. But uh, so he's on there. Dylan Cease is on there. There's a lot of other players that I predict what might happen with them in the second half. So you definitely want to get over to the Belly Up Fantasy website. Check that article. And uh, if you missed out on the show this morning, Chase and I discussed draft strategies for fantasy football and uh, slow drafts, which is the rage all over the United States of America today. Yeah. And and something that I had never encountered before I was in belly up, never before. And, and so, just correct me if I'm wrong, but that is where it's over days at a time where it's right. there's no time You've limit. You've got eight hours in between okay. picks. And it doesn't mean you have to take that long when we get into all right. that. So if you missed out on an episode, you want to definitely get over because it's on uh, Facebook, it's on uh, YouTube, it's on Twitter. Get over there, check out that article. As camp's open in, in, in this week. And so football is kind of, you know, at a, at a standstill, but it's going to be going down the rails real soon. So yeah, check over, check over there. Check that article out. We talk about all kinds of draft strategies and the news that, that's going on right now. So you definitely want to check out that. Awesome. Yeah, that's a, that's an intriguing idea for sure. Um, I, I got three articles I want to get out. I have no idea if I'm going to get them out or not. Um, the, the power rankings did drop yesterday right. on uh, bellyupsports.com. I've got, I want to do a buyer's and a seller's article. Uh, and then I've got something else I'm, I'd like to work on, but uh, I'm holding off for right now. i got to find the time to do it. Um, but anyways, I'd like to get a fantasy article out this week, but we'll see if it happens. Um, in our league right now, uh, we're coming up. Uh, myself, Kevin, uh, both had really good weeks or matchups this week. Um, 
outside of that, right now we've got a tie uh, between a one and twelve team and a six and seven team. They're tied at three eighty as we currently sit. Drew Childs and Nathan Nguyen. Um, man, I'm rooting for Nathan. He needs a win. It's been a while. He does. Uh, he definitely needs a win. <laughs> um, Mike Brown, the Belly Up co-founder, is going to take down Nick Macaronis uh, this week. So they're tied at six and seven. So Mike goes to seven and seven, and uh, Nick drops to six and eight. And then Dad, uh, three game losing streak. Now he loses the chase this week. Um, a rough week, but dad told me, he said, you can trash me all you want tonight, but, uh, my pitchers are coming back next week. They've been injured. My two pitchers are coming back and that's the strength of my team. I'll be back in the flow of things. Uh, so, uh, so there's that. And then also, uh, today is my dad's birthday. Uh, so happy birthday I, I to dad. And, uh, so happy birthday to him if he's watching this show. And, um, and I don't know if he told you, but he reached out to me about some information about some fantasy hockey, which I know less about that than other sports. <laughs> I have done it, and I did respond to him, you know, back to him. Yeah. So uh, hopefully get some something useful out of that. Yeah, and, he, uh, and, I was, and I was Kevin to hear from him. Kevin loves to uh, correspond with people. As well, That's but right. yeah, Dad reached out. He said, "Does Kevin do fantasy hockey?" I said, "I think he does." And uh, yeah, and he said, "Can I have his email?" You know, so. Only one fantasy hockey league, you know that you know that I'm in, and, yeah. and I just do. No one else I know does one, so I just get on there and and uh, did pretty well. Yeah. In it. So maybe I know. Man, I struggle. So what I do. This is all bonus material now. It's just free. Okay. No one's paying yep. for this. But that's why you, you know bonus right. Fantasy sports have been a way for me to get involved in things I didn't know about. Now football has always been pretty. I've been pretty. I keep up with football really well. Um, baseball many years ago, I just I really wasn't watching baseball. I wasn't really paying attention uh, to baseball. We had minor league and where I was, and so I'd, I'd go watch those games. But as far as major league baseball goes, I wasn't into. This was probably I would say a good. Good night, almost 20 years ago now. And uh, and so it was just, uh, I wanted to get into it again, get back into baseball. You know, as a kid, I did the trading cards and and all that kind of stuff. And the easiest way to get oh, into yeah. a sport Absolutely. is. Absolutely, I did as well. I got yeah. them right back there. What's supposed to be our sunroom. Is yeah. it a sunroom? Yeah. Sure. <laughs> I don't want memorabilia in there. So, yeah, I've got all kinds of baseball cards back there. Yeah, so the way that I get into sports is fantasy. So if I ever wanted to get into hockey, fantasy is the way I would go. Um, yeah. And because you just learn so many players and so many things about right. the game. And, 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 and the good thing involved. about hot fantasy hockey is you don't have to try and pronounce these guys' names, Yeah, <laughs> which would be a problem with a lot. That would be a huge problem uh, for sure. Yeah, uh, so but the announcers ought to get paid more than they get paid just because <laughs> they, they, they can – they can pronounce these guys' names. Yeah, they've got nicknames for them all. Um, but happy birthday to Dad. We always appreciate right. you tuning in. Dad listens every Monday, uh, pulls up the podcast while he's at work, and I always appreciate him tuning in and his support of the program. He's been on the program, of course, as well. But a three-game losing streak, he's still a fraud, and uh, we'll see <laughs> if you can shake out of it uh, next week as well. Um, so as it currently sits in our league, Kevin will take over the number one spot. Uh, in the league, he'll be 12 and two. Dad will be 11 and three. I'm in third place at eight and six, uh, followed by uh, Drew, people, isn't it right? Yeah, Drew Childs uh, and Chase will both be at seven and seven, and then it drops from there. Oh, and Mike Brown, excuse me, and then Nick is at uh, six and eight, and Dan D'Amico, the defending champ, six and eight. And Nathan Nguyen bringing up the rear at, uh, well, we'll see if he wins this week or not. Um, and then uh, Brennan Myers, by the way, Reds fan, just like the Reds, falling. Uh, so he'll, he'll be at five and nine uh, this week as well. We'll get into our new matchups next week and excited about that. All right. Uh, thank you all for tuning in today. That's right. Go to bellyupfantasysports.com. And, 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 and their comments and yes. everything. Yeah, 100%. We do appreciate it. And again, I'll get that ring. I'll get that fixed. Uh, so don't don't stop watching the show because yeah, of the loud please, ringing yeah, noise. Please don't you know, <laughs> let that get in the way of your uh, – your, uh, can we say enjoyment? Can we say that? Yeah, sure. Why not? Okay, enjoying our show and uh, yeah. learning something from it, hopefully. And <laughs> um, and we're, we're happy to be up here and, and giving you know, some help to people. That's what we do it for. And um, – if we make any money out of it, that's just bonus pudding. 
yeah icing on, on cake on right? everything so but yeah so if we can help out anybody that's what we want to BellyUpFantasySports.com, RighteousFelon.com. Use code BellyUp. You get 15% off your purchase. We'll be back next Sunday with more fantasy uh, advice and MLB news. Wednesday night, me and Dad will be going through the ACC Football Conference, Ooh. previewing that. We did the Big Ford 12 Clemson last week. Who is? Going to win. So Who is? I can give you Clemson. Oh, I'm, I, I don't want to give it away, but I'm with you. Um, <laughs> and then, and then uh, Thursday night at 8 p.m., I'll be live previewing EKU's defensive backs, the cornerbacks, and safeties. We'll have uh, position coaches and players on the program. Of course, the audio will drop for that Friday morning as well. So a lot going on in the in the world of the Sports Stove podcast. That's Kevin's right. around every Sunday on the uh, fantasy football shows in the mornings, fantasy baseball show at night. Uh, you can catch him a lot of other places, of course, his articles as well. Thank you for tuning in today's edition That's of right. the Sports Stove fantasy baseball show. Until next time, we'll see you around the sports stuff. Everybody have a great week.